Welcome everybody to the Stretch Goose Podcast. My name is Manuel. If you like the show, share the show and leave a written review on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Podbean. Ultimately, kids, subscribe to the show. It helps us out with all that computer stuff and share a wacky news story or a wacky personal story if you'd like with us at stretchgoosepodcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> today, today we are going to get into a uh, Idaho high school that... Uh, Somebody wore a brown pride um, sweatshirt and got in trouble, and then we're going to, and then we're going to get into the uh, California tax uh, exit tax. I guess if you move out, you're still tied to California. It's from Fox News, and then we are going to um, talk about gasoline. One of the most um, interesting articles I've read about gas and electric vehicles and how much they cost, things like that. So anyway, let's dive right in. An Idaho high school has come under fire for telling a Latina student her brown pride hoodie was gang-related and racist after school officials compared the hoodie to a white pride garment and told her to take it off. She organized a protest. The student wore her brown pride hoodie with an Aztec mural design. Caldwell High School senior Brenda Hernandez went to her fifth period economics class in early December, business as usual. She wore a brown pride hoodie by Jeff, 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 Jeffito, Jeff, I'm going to say Jeffito, Jeffito hats, a local brand she models for. Everybody's a fucking model now. What is it with this shit? Didn't we got a high school kid now? She's calling us. Okay. Little tangent. Not all of you are amazing. Not all of you are pretty. Not all of you are awesome. Stop. Stop aspiring to be shit and calling yourself. Just stop, okay? You're fucking. Anyway, it just drives me nuts, kids. It just drives me nuts when you got people that that don't that that, that try to be shit and they're not. I don't know, maybe that's going to get me, maybe it gets me in trouble, whatever. Turns people off, whatever. I just, everybody's a fucking model now. Everybody's a fucking comedian. Everybody's a fucking uh, entertainer of some sort. Nobody wants a real job anymore. We're going to, this is, this is the downfall of society, in a nutshell. We, we no longer, as a society, want to be a plumber, an electrician. We don't want to do any serious trade work anymore. We don't want any construction jobs. We don't want to keep society moving forward. We are all suddenly entertainers. We are all suddenly fucking relationship experts. We are all suddenly um, models and actors and comic comedians. And, and half of these people... Well over half of them have zero talent and zero ability, but they call themselves this shit. They continue to push this shit. And then when they're in their 30s, they're trying to understand why they have no money, why they have no advancement in their life, why they're single, why they're fucking eating shit off the bottom of the of, of the of the pan. Like, when are we going to wake up as a fucking society? When are we going to wake the fuck up and realize we're running out of smart people. We're running out of people that build shit, invent shit, create shit. When are we going to understand that? That's why our president is a million is 2 million years old because nobody wants to do the hard shit. 
it's like it's it's easier to call yourself a model and wear a fucking sweatshirt than it is to learn how to code code or be a dentist or shit like that. I don't know. It, it, like I said, and maybe it gets me in trouble. Maybe the maybe the opener to this tangent is is going to turn people off, or maybe they're going to sit there and go, "Well, what about you? What about you? What about you?" Look at me. I have a real job. This is me as a hobby. This is a hobby. This is not drawing income, kids. This is not something I'm relying on. You have all these other fucking people relying on this stuff to make money, to be successful. I have a job. I have a career. So that takes me off the table. This shit is annoying. It's like, stop. Go fucking learn how to do something. (sighs) The student described the sweater to Idaho News, saying it was brown pride in the front with the Aztec mural in the back. It had low riders, nothing inappropriate, and Hernandez believed she wasn't breaking dress code. A staff member took Hernandez to the principal's office, telling her the brown pride hoodie was like wearing a white pride shirt, and the people could find it racist. Meanwhile, the principal called the hoodie gang-related and gave the student a violation, according to KTV uh, 7B7. School officials told Hernandez the sweater was offensive and racist. Still, they gave her the option to turn it inside out. To that, the student said, that means my whole background, my family's background, my ancestors' background, and it will always be who I am. It's something I can't hide. There is no hiding it. Okay. I have to. You have to understand where the school is coming from. If somebody's walking around with a white pride hoodie, they're they're going there. There's going to be issues with the people of color finding it racist. So if you flip the script and you're wearing a brown pride hoodie, you think you're going to find it racist as a white person? Yes, you probably will. So the school is trying to be is trying to toe that middle and be fair for everybody. And what this ends up sparking, every time you tell a person of color that you're doing the same shit as as the white guy and in the whole racist argument, they take high offense to it, and then they protest, and then they, they call the news outlets, and they throw a fucking baby fit. I got no sympathy for this, for this fucking tart. I'm sorry. So why would the school ban the sweater in the first place? The high school's dress code prohibits gang clothing for attire. Further, the district told NBC that Brown Pride, in association with Northwest Street Gangs in Idaho? They have that shit? All right. Hernandez said she wore the hoodie to show her pride, not incite violence by any means. But if a white person were to wear a white hoodie and it said white pride on it because they're proud of being white, that is incitement. Do you see that the, 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 everybody must know the double, the double standard by now? Anyway. Uh, she said, I'm probably not incite violence by any means. That's when she knew she had to organize and protest her rights. The high school senior collected 400 signatures into a petition and held the school protest on January 17th. And a 1.7 million viewed TikTok video, because we're trying to boost our model profile and our social media platforms, obviously, shows several students holding signs and waving a Mexican flag. 
Noticeable posters include, we refuse to lose and let our culture die. But why can't we have white culture versions? Why can't we? Why? Why? Why, kids? Why can't we do that? Why? Why can't we just have fairness for all, right? Isn't that what the school's trying to do here? And only God can judge me. Of course. Why not? Only God can judge you. Like, what? This is the type, this shit drives me nuts. Because there's double standards. There's, they're going all over this shit. The school is just trying to be fair to everybody. They're trying to do their job. They're trying to, you know, their own rule book that they put in place so that everybody, you know, there's no trouble to anybody and all this. And then you got shit like this where it's like, they know they're going to be thrown on, on the internet because that's the thing now. That's the thing now. It's like... Anyway, on to Fox News. California uh, officials attempt an exit tax on residents making a massive move from the state. Fox Business host Charles Payne is explaining why those chasing the American dream need to escape. Quote, if you're... If you are making money, you think you're going to make more money. If you're busting your ass to try to... I, I include ass, by the way. It's just more powerful that way. Busting your butt is kind of... Eh. To try and make the American dream, move now if you can, the financial expert urged on Sean Hannity's show. The exit tax was devised several years ago by politicians seeking to tax residents even after they leave the state, he said. It's like it's like the song Hotel California, he explains. You can check out on time you like. You can check out anytime you like, but your wallet can never leave. And that's really nuts. The economic expert explained how the threshold will start with the billionaires and progressively get lower, analyzing the justification behind the the shocking policy aimed at recouping money the state invested in businesses and individuals. You know that old canard we used to hear a lot from President Obama. We hear it a lot from Elizabeth Warren. That if you walk on the sidewalk, somehow the state is partly responsible for your success, he argued. Forget about the taxes we pay every day. Forget about the blood, sweat, and tears. Forget about the savings and the sacrifice. The fact that you live in California means that you owe California, and how dare you attempt to leave. The money-making host offered insight right now in this country. He says, The most frugal group of Americans are the wealthiest Americans out there. He reveals, Excuse me, They're trading down when they go shopping they're not buying stuff they can't afford they're smart they save they believe in the long term yes kids um california has this thing now this little tax that they're that that i'm sure we're all aware of it but at this point it's been it's been out there it's a wealth tax so if you move um then you've had a you move and you've had a business or you've had a some some form of income, you know, major income in California, they they will tax your business or your assets double, you know, for leaving because somehow, as Payne has said, somehow your wallet just can't leave. So I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure when when the uh, 
tax goes into effect or if it already has gone into effect. But, you know, everybody get out, get out of this shithole while you can. And the only reason this wealth tax exists is because millions and millions of people have left the state of California, this shithole. They have ran off and they found more prosperous uh, states, mostly conservative states, because they don't like to be taxed up the ass. They don't like stupid-ass laws being enacted every year. They don't like people like um, uh, Scott Weiner and his fucking unbelievable um, sexual laws that he somehow is getting passed. You know, taking prostitution, taking... Um, basically taking those things off the books, you know, as for being prosecuted. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like where I, I don't like that I live here. Um, it, it is what it is, though. I mean, I can't, I can't exactly take off. You know, you know, it's a whole family thing, if you will. But that this is just another thing that's going to haunt California. More people will leave. We'll get more elbow room, less revenue will come in, and then we'll we'll continue to get our our deficits will just grow and grow and grow because there's no fucking money coming in, and then the taxes will increase on the middle class, and and we'll end up feeling it. It is it is what it is, man. It is what it is in the sense that. If you're if you are a conservative, if you're a Republican and you live in the state of California, it's all you can say is it is what it is because this place is one hundred percent blue. It's it's full of donkeys. They're all gonna vote yes on ninety nine percent of this garbage. And there's just not enough conservatives anymore in California to challenge these laws, to challenge these things on the books and to try to change, you know, and try to change the the overall makeup of the state legislature. It's just it's just not possible. So, you know, unless unless people moving in to California, which is probably never going to happen, but unless they move into California and and they are conservative minded and they flood the state I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So, anyway, on to um, this gas article. It's from Jalopnik. 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 Yeah, I will learn the pronunciations of all these weird-ass things at some point. I know, I know. No longer needing to buy gasoline is one of the most convincing selling points. selling points of potential electric vehicle customers. It's easy to conclude that owning an EV and recharging at home is cheaper than using a car powered by a combustion internal combustion engine. The conclusion is correct if a driver switches powertrains between luxury vehicles like going from a Porsche to an electric Porsche Taycan. Porsche has an electric car now? Shit. However, a recent report from the Anderson Economic Group found that fueling costs from mid-priced um, ice-powered vehicles... What does ice mean? Uh, doesn't say. Um, are lower than similarly... Similar, similarly... 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 Boy. <laughs> 
I can't read for shit. Priced electric vehicles, combustion drivers pay out $11.29 per 100 miles of the, on the road. EV drivers who charge up at home spend $11.60 per 100 miles. The price difference is more dramatic for those who mainly recharge at stations. Frequent charging stations users pay $14 per 100 miles. AEG founder Patrick Anderson stated, the run-up in gas prices made EVs look like a bargain during much of 2021 and 2022, but electric prices going up and gas prices declining, drivers of traditional ICE, oh, internal combustion engines. Ha! I figured it out, kids. Wow, why did they just say that? These acronyms drive me nuts. Save a little bit of money in the last quarter of 2022. There were several factors AEG used in determining that owning an electric vehicle is more expensive, like home charging equipment costs, road taxes, and deadhead miles. Um, Ice-powered car owners have gas purchases taxed to fund road construction and maintenance, while EV owners don't pay a gas tax. Some states have introduced an additional EV registration fee to compensate. The massive increase in the report for charging stations users versus home chargers is accounted for by the deadhead miles to reach stations and the opportunity cost of waiting for vehicles to charge at stations. The difference highlights a lackluster coverage for electric vehicle charging infrastructure in the United States. So, it's more expensive to charge your fucking car than it is to put gas in it. That's basically what that says. And that's kind of funny. Because you think, and the reason for these increases is because a lot of these people that own electric vehicles don't pay taxes that go towards fixing the very shit that they drive on, the roads that they drive on, the bridges that they cross. So they're increasing the price in other areas. So it's kind of like it's going to balance out in a sense at some point. So is it really worth it? Are you really saving any money any in the environment or anything like that? I mean, it remains to be seen, obviously, but... That is an interesting little food for thought, kids. And um, hopefully, hopefully you guys uh, consider those those prices and those little those little um, registration fees and things when you go into an electric vehicle. Um, anyway, that's the podcast, kids. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for jumping on. If you like it, share it. Subscribe to it on Apple, Spotify, Google, Podbean. Send your news stories or your or a wacky personal story if you like to stretchgoosepodcast at gmail.com. And I will see you on the next one later.